is Kathleen. And Eric. And this is episode 96 of ThriftyCast. And our fourth weekly episode in a row, I think. Oh my god, we are going to hit 100 this year. Well, in a month, if we keep this up, yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying this year. I'm so excited. I know, it's shocking. You that got only, really quiet. What happened? That only took 13 years. It did only take 13 years. But we did it. We got there. Yay! Go yeah. us! <laughs> um, you know, you know, episode 13 has to either be like a musical or comedy. It has to be something different. Episode 100? I, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like in, in drama, in, in audio fiction podcasts. Uh-huh. Episode 100 is usually, if you get that far, is usually something different. It's something special. Oh, the pressure's on. Yeah, I know. It, it'll not be something special. <laughs> <laughs> They're all something special. Come on. I was kind of, I was kind of joking, but... <laughs> We're thinking about... Accents. Yeah. That'd be terrible. <laughs> so, how's your weekend going? Good. I'm doing laundry right now, which is very exciting. It's not really, but I'm desperate for laundry. Mm-hmm. I just volunteered, and yeah, I'm good. Yeah. How about you? Good. I did a um, ton of yard work this weekend, just like weeding and stuff like that. I just showered for the first time since Friday morning. Ooh, uh-huh. And yeah, you know, I'm outside, I'm mowing the lawn, I'm out in the heat and I'm sweating, but I'm like, oh, there's more to do or I'm going to have to wake up and do this other stuff. So I'm just like putting off showering. I was disgusting. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, it was so, my hygiene was so poor. Um, Are you but, feeling great? Oh. oh, I feel great. And I, I gave myself fresh haircut. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm feeling much better so um i i guess this episode is brought to you by hygiene so i had two flea markets i could have gone to this morning and i didn't go to either where were they um well one is the one out in rosemont yep one there skokie has a flea market once a month at their community center and I was curious to check it out, but then I, I sort of lost the enthusiasm. Yeah. Last night, I was very excited to check it out. And then this morning, I was like, eh, maybe not. Maybe next month. The one thing that I've been in the mood for that I can't seem to be able to find is a really good, massive church rummage sale. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. It's been such a long time since I've seen a church rummage sale, too. I haven't been to one of those in ages. I know. Those are fun. They're super fun. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just people bringing random things and they're usually kind of at garage sale prices, which I appreciate. Yeah. Well, the nice thing, and I, and I am curious to check out this one in Skokie. It's, it's sort of advertised as, Hey, do you want to have a garage sale, but you sort of don't want the hassle of several days. You can rent a table for $16 for this, which I like. Right? That's fantastic. Yeah. It's one day. It's once a month. Like that. I I like that. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see it to go. Some of you next month. The Princeton flea market down the road 
Um, it's always pretty good, but apparently when you sign on for the Princeton flea market, you're signing on for the entire season. Oh, wow. That's a lot of pressure and I'm sure a lot of money. It is. This this one, I, I looked because I was just curious. Mm-hmm. You could, I think there were six of them. You could sign up for all six. You could sign up for three and you could pick or you could just sign up for one. Hmm. And you got a break if you, you know, did the six or the three. But yeah, one one is $16, which I like that. Are you tempted at all? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> I just was curious what it cost. Yeah. Because I figured if it was really expensive, then people would be, ex- you know, pricing their stuff really high to make of, the money. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty easy to get 16 bucks back. Hopefully. And your time, but... Yeah, I don't really count that. Yeah, I mean, it's a day, though. Yeah. And whatever it takes you to prep, that's a lot. Well, yeah, it's the prepping that's, like, what we're finding out is the prepping's the big deal. Like, getting things mm-hmm. washed, un, untagged from the mm-hmm. thrift store, and uh, in good shape. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the, I don't know. In some ways, I think that's what people are paying for, part of it. Yeah. In your exquisite taste. Uh, that would be great. I keep telling myself <laughs> that. Actually, Marcy, the woman who owns the Vintage Mall, told us the last time we were there, and I take this with a little bit of a grain of salt, but she said that we are the best sellers in the mall. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. I thought that was pretty high praise. I was pretty that's pleased great. with that. Yeah. Um, we're not getting rich, but... Especially yeah. last month we did okay. You know, we walked away with 300 profit, which is, that's the highest we've ever gotten. And again, you're not, that's not a car payment or anything. So, yeah. But it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, what is your find of the week? So I went thrifting twice this week. Three different stores, two times. Um, my find of the week is a pair of absolutely adorable Santa Claus salt and pepper shakers made in Japan. I'd say 50s. Oh. But they're really cute. They're in pretty good shape. Um, one has the cork in the bottom. One doesn't. One's holding a candy cane. I forget what the other one's holding, but they're obviously a pair. Um, yeah, they were just really cute. They were each 99 cents, mm-hmm. which I find weird when stores separately price pairs of salt and pepper shakers yeah like i I get why you would do an individual one Uh but so obviously a pair yep um but yeah so it was a buck i mean two bucks for the set so yeah they're really cute they'll be nice for christmas where do you go when you're missing one of those little corks you can you know the one time i bought corks it was at cost plus world market Oh, okay. A million years ago. I don't know if they still have them, but um, I did that a long time ago. Now I'm assuming you would just go on Amazon. Oh, good point. Um, But it was a bag of multiple sizes Mm -hmm. that I got there, and it was very affordable. I always want to be able to find those things at Michael's, and 
like I'm so optimistic going to Michael's and I feel mm-hmm. like I always end up like a little bit disappointed every time I go. Yeah, I don't know that that Michael's would have that. That doesn't seem like something they would have, but I get why you would look there. Oh, it feels crafty, right? Yeah, I don't know. What else would you do with multiple sizes of corks? Um, it, it Make teeny bottles of wine. <laughs> Perfect. That's that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> I, you know, I'm always surprised when people, like, bust out with craft stuff I never thought of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. upcycling and... Um, I, I, however, this, I, this is bad attitude all over the place, so I shouldn't be saying this, but whenever there's like milk jugs or detergent jugs hanging out as bird feeders or uh, Mm -hmm. bird houses, I'm not a fan of that. Like it kind of needs to be dressed up or something. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. Like you have garbage. (laughs) Yes. Kind of. It, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, or, or recycling if you're, you know, yeah. greener. But, uh, yeah, I um, a little glitter there would go a long way. Oh God, that cannot be good for birds. Um, oh, fair is, point. Yeah. What is your find of the week? Oh, my find of the week. I'm actually going back a little bit. It wasn't this week that I got this, to be honest. But, um. It's this thing, and it sat in my car for a while, and I was kind of trying to figure out what to do with it, um, with them. It's a set of sculptural brass bookends that mm-hmm. are reminiscent of a cha- of a chain, kind of like interlocking brass links. They're very heavy. Um, you know, when I... Like, I looked it up online this week, and this is why it's my find of the week. Um, apparently, it's... Um, I, I could only find one example online, mm-hmm. and they looked the same, but somebody was asking 2500 bucks for them. Oh, my God. And you... I mean, it's eBay. You can ask whatever you want. You can ask whatever you want. Yeah. Are you going to get it? Maybe not. And I couldn't find a sold example because that's really kind of what you look for. But um, apparently they're um, by a sculptor who was known for doing other brass bookends. Um, His name is, I think, Jerry? J-E-R-E. I don't know how you pronounce it. His first name, I think, is Carl with a C. Um, and his other bookends, I mean, I, I would urge you to like go on eBay and just look up Carl Jure, his other bookends. It's like these heavy brass, like it's the woman symbol. <laughs> and so like, um, but, but yeah, I, I didn't see many examples of the one that I found. So, and they're, they're cute. They're kind of more mid-century than I usually go, but they're flexible and yeah, you can always use bookends, right? Yeah, and nice and heavy is great, because sometimes bookends are way too light, and then what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Um, What? uh, Did you just get a text? I did, Okay, I thought I heard that, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Come on, Um, popular. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So if somebody's asking twenty five hundred dollars on eBay, what are you thinking? Like, you know, price them at a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, what had happened? I priced them at fifteen. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll sell these for fifteen. And I'm like, I don't know. These are really interesting and weird. I've never seen anything like it. I guess I should look it up. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you know, looking things up is always a challenge. Like, what words yeah. do you use? Like, how, you know, I'm like, there's sculptural bookends, but sculptural is my word, and I don't think that's something that people would throw into a description of something. So I was like, brass chain bookends. So I saved my. Uh, I took a screenshot of uh-huh. of these, and I'll, I'll post that on the um, uh, Facebook page, the Thrifty Cast Facebook page, just so folks can kind of take a look at it. I may also like sort of stage mine and take a picture of those for comparison, but I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna sit around and figure out how to spend my twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, great trip, new car, tank of gas. <laughs> yeah. Oof. So yeah, that's my find of the week. Are Are you ready for the? I am. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Again, we don't talk about this beforehand. Um, I went with something that is an object that I have looked for consistently in thrifts for a very long time. Okay. And have a mild problem of having too many of these. Um, they are Afghans. Okay. Yep. I uh, love a good Afghan. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did my little Wikipedia research. Yeah. Um, they are apparently called Afghans because early examples of them often looked like um, sort of Persian rugs. Rugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's how they got the name. It's um, Afghan in English, the, the blanket or throw is uh, spelled with a lowercase a. Um, and for apparently in the language for a long time, you would say, oh, I have this Afghan blanket, but then it just became a noun. It just became yeah. Afghan. <laughs> so um, apparently this goes back to about 1830. They were starting to get popular. Often they were, women would uh, uh, crochet or knit them as shawls, and then sometimes it would be a blanket. Um, I'm talking specifically about blankets and throws. Um, okay, what's so great about these? Why do I love them so much? Um, first of all, I love that they're handmade. Um, they are one of those objects where if you walk into a thrift store, it is likely you will find at least one. That is true, yeah. Yeah. So this is, if especially if you're kind of a beginning thrifter or you're looking for something interesting to pick up, this is like a pretty <laughs> good bet. Um, the problem is just because you can always find them at thrift stores doesn't mean it's always good. Um, often the material, people will use sort of a, a cheap grade of yarn, which is fine. Um, but it's, it's less good when it's, doesn't feel soft. Like I really, yeah. I like them to be very soft and cozy. Um, I love that they tend to be heavier or thicker. They make very good winter throws. Or if you find one big enough, it makes a good um, kind of uh, extra cover 
over over a quilt or over a comforter. Um, it, is it easy to find a big one like that, or do you usually find throws? Um, I usually find throws, and often if you find one that's bed-sized, it's often a twin, sometimes a full. Uh, mm-hmm. It is much, much, much harder to find queen and king. Mm-hmm. The other thing about Afghans, because they're, they are handmade, um, not a lot of people, I think, people who create these, I don't think in some cases they're paying attention to size. In, in terms of, like, so I have a couple that are narrow but freakishly long. Um, like they hang way over the edge of the bed, but they don't quite hit the edges of a double bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe more of on couch kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Like right. laying on the couch. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. And the great thing is, again, you can use them in bed. You can use them for a throw. They, um, mm-hmm. depending on the one that you get and whatever your color scheme is, it, they look great thrown over the back of a chair for people to grab just to keep warm. Um, so, yeah, I just, they're incredibly useful, I think, incredibly handy. And because it's something that I've looked for, I've definitely cultivated my own preferences. Mm-hmm. I tend to favor the granny square kind, um, which it's often on a black background, and you have all these squares that often, I think, are used, uh, or... um they use up extra yarn, like leftover yarn that people have. So you can end up with these really kind of wild, interesting color schemes. Um, I think a lot of these were kind of really popular in the 60s, 70s, into the 80s. So a lot of the colors you find, I mean, think about the 70s. It's like brown, gold, avocado, and did I say gold yet? Yep, brown, gold, avocado. And oh, sunset orange. (laughs) Wheat harvest. Uh-huh. Yes, in sunset orange. Um, and it, it's actually, it's very easy to find those that may not necessarily go with your color scheme. I um, I always think about how you described liking planting flowers. Do you remember this? Yeah. Riot of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes I just love the kind of riot of color. So... Yeah, I like a nice bright when I when I plant flowers. I like just a lot of color. Yep, in different, <laughs> right? In different colors. Um, do you ever shop for Afghans? You know, I was thinking I don't. Mm-hmm. I, it's not. I can appreciate them when I see them, but I don't. I don't like the feel of them mm-hmm. really. Um, we did have a couple in the house growing up. Mm-hmm. We like a brown, yellow, and yellow one. It was like bright yellow, lighter yellow, and brown, but it was zigzaggy. Oh, yeah, that's really good. It wasn't great where it was zigzaggy. And I also feel like we had, unless I'm unless I'm getting this wrong, a purple and black one. But I feel like maybe that was in Wisconsin. Maybe that was at the house in Wisconsin, the hmm. cabin. I don't know. Um but I think they were both my stepdads. Like I think they came, they came with my stepdad. Um, but they just—they always felt kind of scratchy to me. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather have a blanket blanket. 
Right, and if you get one that doesn't have great yarn, Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the litmus tests that I always do at the thrift store is um, really give it a a good feel, especially, like, on my forearm. Uh Uh-huh, that's a good idea. Yeah, because, you know, if you're just touching it with your hands, it's it's a really different kind of experience Mm -hmm. than kind of on your forearm. It's like when you... um, Isn't that how they test... um, formula or baby's milk to yeah. make sure it's not too hot yeah so it's just sort of more sensitive there and it'll give you a sense of what something really feels like um part of the reason i think afghans are on my mind is that i found three really really good ones this week Ooh, what colors were they um one was a couple different shades of green and mostly white oh mm-hmm. and it was a large um square pattern it wasn't granny squares but it was mm-hmm. it was like they started knitting in the middle i think or uh-huh. crocheting in the middle and worked, worked it, their way out yeah and worked their way out so it's like if it was laying on a bed it like the center would be a white square and then there's a green square and then another green square and then white on the out, outside mm-hmm. so there was that one there's another one that um i got that was striped and it was uh black red and white um, I'm trying to remember what the other one was. I got a granny square one that has, normally I'll get those with a black background. Normally you find them with a black background, but this mm-hmm. had a sort of an off-white background and these nice oh. kind of muted tones. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that one, but the problem is that it's not a good sort of bed size. And it's mm-hmm. not, re- really, when I want to throw the regular throw size of like oh i'm just gonna like delicately put this in my lap yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of that like i, I like i want something that is fully covering yeah like i want my shoulders and feet covered usually yes yeah so um so again when you're looking for afghans you know size is an issue but I think you're raising a good point. I think for a lot of us, those are very nostalgic. Oh, I think so. I mean, we, when we've had them at the shop, like they get called the Roseanne Afghan. Oh, yeah. If they look like an Afghan on the back of the couch. Yep. When you say that, people are like, oh, yeah. Like people know exactly what that looks like. So who? So they sell them in the store where you work? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, if we get them. Yeah. Um, they sell that. I I'm very surprised by that, given how frequently you see those at thrifts. Yeah, but I mean, people don't all thrift. All people don't thrift. I think is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. The, the, they would. Well, clearly, there's a you know if they're selling fairly fast, it seems like that would indicate that there's a market for them. Sure. Um. Yeah, I have uh, one afghan that a uh, very beloved aunt did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if I have other, like, family afghans. I think virtually all of mine, except for one or two, are thrifted. Um, I also go for a couple categories. There's, like, the vintage category. Um, I will buy new ones if they have... A particular amount of skill that I admire, especially in mm-hmm. colors I like. 
so I have one afghan. It's a very loose knit, but there are these like raised purple flowers at regular intervals on it. Um, I know that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. That's in my guest room, right? It's your room, <laughs> right? So whenever whenever you visit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's in on over the back of a chair in that room. So, so yeah, there's. You know, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, you don't see mass-produced afghans i'm just thinking like i've never seen one with a a tag like a, a made by a factory tag yeah that's interesting to me they're always handmade when you find them at the thrift store yeah and and i mean i think you can like if you go to like a home goods or something you can probably find some kind of knit, version yeah like a knit throw but in terms mm-hmm. of like sort of the wild colors and the um, certainly anything vaguely resembling granny squares, I've never seen a commercial version of that. Yeah, it just must not be a easy to make thing. Oh, I I wouldn't have thought of it that way, but you're raising a really good point. I, I was thinking about what you said about the yarn. I mean, yarn is not cheap. Like, mm-hmm. even scratchy yarn is mm-hmm. not inexpensive. So, I, I mean, I think they, much like quilts in a lot of cases, I think the time and materials that go into making them, I think they sell for way less than whatever time and money somebody puts into making one. Yeah. Because yarn, again, not cheap. And however long somebody is spending on it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. Plus, I see a lot of them, but people seem to like them and buy them. So, so it seems like there's a pretty good supply. Even it, it, it's not like you said; you always see them. Always. But I always see people buying them. So it's not. It's not like they just sit there. But there's just always more coming in, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. There's like unlimited supply. I don't know that I've ever paid attention close enough to see that people are buying them. The only thing I would notice if there's like a thrift store that I frequent and I check the Afghans there, that there would be one that was noteworthy for whatever reason. And I would mm-hmm. notice it again. The, um, the, the one scratchy material that I'm down for is wool. Like if I, you know, if I found a wool afghan, I would probably buy it. I have never found a wool afghan that was not felted. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, meaning somebody just washed it, threw it in the dryer, and it shrank right up. So they're super tiny and, you know, that weird texture that... Yeah, the way the wool sticks together felts. Yeah. It felts, yeah. Yeah, in contract. So that's, yeah. Um, I, another, um, I think that's another consideration when buying Afghans is that always, always, always in the store, spread it out. <laughs> like, take it off the uh, hanger. Damage and... Mm-hmm. Just like with quilts. Like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like in a lot of cases, it's it would sort of be worse with Afghans because... A quilt, you could have maybe some rips or holes, and depending on the price, maybe you don't care. But if there's a big hunk of an afghan missing, mm-hmm. the hole is going to fall apart eventually, right? Right. Unless you have some skill and could repair it. 
Well, and, and I know me, if there's, and, and often, especially in a granny square quilt, what'll happen is that the connecting fiber between a row mm-hmm. of squares has come loose. So it's, it's not a rip per se, but it's like a, an open gap in between uh-huh. two parts of the quilt. And I know for a fact I will never, ever fix one. Like yeah. I'm just too lazy, right? Um, and I wouldn't know where to take it to have somebody else do it. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, plus you don't really know how to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like you can just crochet some little connecting fibers. Yeah, or sew it together. I don't know how those things are made. It's, yeah. it's a medical mystery. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. Do you do anything special when you wash yours to keep them from, you know, pulling or snagging or anything like that? I don't. I have, whenever I buy linens, whether it's a quilt or an afghan, I um, wash it on hot with Tidoxy mm-hmm. and then right into the dryer. Um, which probably not the smartest thing, but, um, they've, everyone I've had has done fine and they've retained their weight. And, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't do that if I came across a genuine wool one. Yeah. Um, um, but, but again, I don't know that I ever have. Yeah. I I don't know if you would. That's not, that's not felted. I don't know that that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I mean the expense of that yarn for somebody. Yeah, I mean, unless it was an old thing and yeah. somebody had just a lot of old wool, yeah, yarn around. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, hopefully, um, for uh, anybody out there listening, um, either one of you, I would hope, would, <laughs> uh, I would hope would be... Uh, Hopefully this will inspire you to go out the next time you're thrifting and just pay attention to something that maybe you wouldn't pay attention to regularly. And maybe there's a way that this kind of fits in with your own decor, your own lifestyle. Um, I Like I said, I love them. I'm a huge fan. I have a ton of them in the house in all different places. And I just, I think they're useful. I think they're beautiful. I think they're funky. I um, I love them. So hopefully people will be inspired to go out and look around. All right. So. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And uh, as always, you can find us on. um, I just said that with like a New Jersey accent. That was weird. Um, You can find us on uh, Facebook, our Thrifty Cast page. And uh, Instagram, I love thrifting. L-U-V. L-U-V. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.